Welcome to the Lone Peak Toddcast. I am your host, Todd Dawson. We will be exploring the Lone Peak experience. Hello, thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Todd Dawson, here on the LP Toddcast. Uh, grateful to have our guests joining us today. I've invited three of our counselors, Chad Pack, Susan Hoyt, and Darcy Allen, uh, to join me today. Uh, if you're new to the Toddcast, uh, this podcast is about the Lone Peak life and Lone Peak experience. It's a step that we're taking here at Lone Peak to tell our story and to share uh, what's happening here and a proactive measure in trying to connect home and school. So uh, we're excited uh, to visit together today for a few minutes and looking forward to hearing uh, from our members of our counseling department about some of the things happening here at Lone Peak. So um, we'll just have them each introduce themselves uh, to start us off and we'll start with Susan. I'm Susan Hoyt, and I have been in the education field for over 30 years, and I've been at Lone Peak for over 13 years, and I absolutely love my experience here at Lone Peak and in the counseling department. Awesome. Thanks. Darcy? Well, I am newer to Lone Peak than Susan. I've been here about eight years, and prior to that did junior high for a short stint there, um, but I'm glad to be here at Lone Peak and love my experience here. Great. Chad? So this is my third year here at Lone Peak. Um, I spent the previous 15 years as a juvenile probation officer, and for almost eight of those years, I handled habitually truant kids. And when it was time for a career change and an opportunity at Lone Peak came open, I had some good experiences here, and so I knew it was going to be a great team to join, and I haven't regretted it at all. Awesome. Thanks to each of you. I really appreciate uh, what you what you bring to our school, uh, your strengths, you know, the perspective that you lend and the work that you do. So uh, thank you. Okay, so maybe let's just uh, hear from you generally about the role of a counselor in a high school. So you've done this high school thing anywhere from sounds like three years on to 13 or more. I mean, 13 at Lone Peak for Susan. But um, what is the role of a counselor in a high school? What are some of the things you do to support our students? What are some of the efforts, uh, you know, maybe what occupies your time in helping these students here in their high school life, whether that be um, with their uh, needs as far as just basic needs as a person on to credit and graduation. So maybe just, uh, Susan, why don't you speak to that for a minute and then we'll have these others uh, share anything that maybe you miss. (laughs) Every day is a new adventure at Lone Peak. We never know when we walk in the door what our day might bring. We might think we know what the day might, what we have planned in our schedule, but things can always change. Uh, students will come in, they'll just drop in, talk to, just to talk to us sometimes. Sometimes it's about a career choice, about college, about their classes, about a teacher, about how can we help support them. Maybe there's some mental health type of things that they'd like to talk through. There could be... Uh, there's a variety of reasons that they might stop by and come and see us. And I feel like if we are just, we're here to support, we're here to help our kids and whatever that might be. And if we don't always have the answer, we're going to look for it. We're going to find it for them. We're going to investigate. And that's one of the exciting things about coming to work. I can wake up in the morning and say, I get to go to work. I really enjoy what I do. And part of that is such a variety. I just don't know what I'm going to what the day might bring and and just love every part of that thank you what, what would you guys add to to that Maybe yeah, Darcy? I, yeah. I love it that's a good summary of what we do because it that 
differences that we face every day. And some days we're in the classrooms teaching, um, which is a fun opportunity to be able to teach either mental health lessons or college and career readiness preparation courses. And our faculty here is really welcoming to have us come and participate in their classrooms in that manner. So that's a great way for us to engage in a different environment with students other than just in our offices. We get to come to see them in class um, and have those um, learning and teaching opportunities with them. So I really appreciate that um, part of our job that we get to do that teaching. And we also, you know, meet with them annually for college and career meetings with them and a parent which is great. And then um, as we follow up with students throughout the year for grades and attendance and um, mental health check-ins and things like that to be able to be a resource for them and, and help them find success here at their schooling. Awesome. Yeah. Chad? I remember my first month on the job and it was class changes and class changes <laughs> and some more class changes. And I sat there and scratched my head like, is this all we do as a counselor? I know that there was more, but that's all it felt like. And in my myopic view at that time, it was just like, this is tedious, and I don't get why we're doing it. But as my experience has expanded, like, I look at, like, these are kids who are exploring the world, and they're exploring the different classes they have and learning things about themselves. And so one of the things I see as a role counselor is, like, helping kids connect their classes to their future. Um, I had a conversation with a parent the other day, and they're, they're just like, I don't know where my kids should go or what sh they should do. And so we talked about, like, the keys to success and youth science and some of the tools they have in there to help kids kind of, you know, understand more about themselves and the careers that are out there. And the parent goes, do you guys do that? <laughs> and I kind of laughed. I was like, yes, we do. Like, that's one of the things we help kids do is help them explore that. And I love watching kids having their aha moments when they see, like, a career that might be good for them or, uh, oh, I never considered that kind of moment. And as they expand those views, that they kind of just turn into just a little bit of a more of a teenager and stepping into that adult role just a little more. Thank you. Yeah, so our counseling department, uh, as, as has been touched upon, uh, does a variety of things. And um, maybe, uh, Darcy, could you just tell us a little bit about the counseling, the makeup of the counseling department? Like how many counselors there are, yeah. who kind of works in that part of the building uh, yeah, absolutely. In, in that department? Yeah, we've got seven counselors, seven full-time counselors right now that um, those counselors divide the student body at Lone Peak um, amongst the seven of us by alphabet of the last name. So each counselor has anywhere from maybe 350 to 380 students, depending on the alphabet breakdown. Um, we also have two registrars that work really closely with the counselors um, and are amazing at what they do. We have a secretary who's phenomenal in getting, teacher, or getting uh, parents and students directed to who they need to see. We also have a concurrent enrollment and scholarship advisor, um, which is a fantastic resource for students there as well. And we have a full-time social worker. So we have um, quite a lot of resources available in the counseling office, and we work really closely as a team to support one another and um, help our kids be successful. And like Chad said, to give the parents resources you know, that they may not know that are out there. And, and that's part of why I went into counseling is when my oldest was in high school, I didn't know some of the resources available, and his counselor helped me to know those resources and to be able to tap into those things that were available to him. So our resource or our counseling department, can um, we hope to be that resource for students and parents um, to connect them with 
those who can help answer their questions. If it's not us, we can get them to where they need to be. Awesome. Thank you. That kind of leads a little bit into my the next question or topic that I'm curious about is, um, you know, the importance of connecting home and school. You know, what is how, how does a counselor bridge that gap? Uh, you've shared a couple of examples, some of you, but let's talk more specifically about what are some of the th- things that you guys do or, or how might you be proactive about including a parent from your, from your end? Um, so I realize that sometimes parents reach out to you, but, but how do you uh, see yourselves as a connector between the school and home? Let's start with Susan. We have the opportunity through uh, many avenues to be able to connect with home. One of those is through our CCRs, College Career Readiness, and we meet with each student, uh, whether they're a junior, a sophomore, a, a senior, and we have the opportunity, and a parent is always welcome to come and be a part of that. Uh, we like to include a parent because they're part of that student's future plans and being able to help them and to realize w- where they're at and wh- how, what they're doing. We also can realize that we help them understand the resources that we have available to them, being able to help them, whether whatever concern it is a parent might have, we're also there to be able to help them with that. Uh, we have a lot of mental health resources that we're able to help them with. Each of us has a master's degree in the fact that we do have some uh, some training, and we're able to be able to provide that with our students and meet with them individually. Sometimes we may get a, a somebody that's concerned, and we'll talk with that student. But oftentimes, and many times, we have that student come down themselves and just wanting to talk, just concerned about. Uh, the way they're feeling and what they're doing. And we will often call them down just to continue to check in on them. But we love that they just want to stop by and just chat with us and let us know what's going on in their life. But we try to keep that open communication with a parent, whatever's going on. Uh, We may put them on speakerphone at times with the student there uh, if they're wanting to have different type of an approach if we're not able to have the parent come in. Or we have the parent come in, and we're here as early as 7 a.m., we're here to support that parent that might be working that might need to come in a little bit earlier. And uh, so we're always trying to find availability in what we can do and how we can be of support. Thanks. Uh, Darcy and Chad, <coughs> what might you guys add to your role as a connector from with home and school? Let's maybe hear from Chad first. The, the one thing I was thinking about is we have Night of Hope coming up, and uh, we have Sydney Coyne coming in to talk about, you know, like uh, digital Sarah, media. Sarah Coyne. Sarah Coyne. Thank you. Um, but kind of just talk about, you know, like social media and how to interact with you know, kids. And it, it's a great opportunity for parents and kids to come in to learn about, like, you know, how this impacts their lives. Because that social media percolates all throughout their life. It, it affects their schooling. It affects their home life. And, and that's something counselors bring in to the school to help the parents kind of know what our perspective is and just to give them some additional insights. Yeah. So Night of Hope is uh, the 15th. Correct. 6.30 p.m. in the uh, Commons Auditorium area. Correct? Yes. All right, so uh, this this podcast will air on the Monday, the 13th. So hopefully we'll capture a few uh, few listeners and, and get them out for that. Darcy, what, what might you add to that connector piece between home and school? Yeah, well, I think we all recognize that um, most of our students here come from really strong, supportive families. And that's been great to see. And we recognize they have that support and their parents um are offering so much for their students. Um, But when the kids are here at school, we want to be that additional support when they're away from home. 
And so it's important for us to communicate with parents to find out what their goals are for students as well, what's going on maybe at home that would help us understand the student situation a little bit better, how we can connect them to resources based on what that united goal is so that we are working with parents and students as a team instead of maybe just a sole um, individual, um, but that we work together to accomplish that. And so we keep in touch pretty well with parents through email and phone conversations and inviting them in for different things. Um, and I know I'm sending out um, communications via mass emails. Sometimes it's hard. Um, but it hopefully opens the door to have conversations um, for topics they may not know of, but allows us to reach them that way. But it's really nice that we do have such a strong, supportive family community um, that we can then build on that and add to what they might be looking for. And hopefully we can work together to get those results. Yeah, thank you. <coughs> we do have uh, amazing families. And uh, and as over the years, you know, in, in my career and, and even, you know, the most recently specific here to Lone Peak. It's just great. You know, I've, I've, I've found that when you partner with a parent, you know, they're, they're really kind of an expert in their child's life, you know, in so really? many ways. And, and it, you know, being, being willing, being open, being engaged with parents, uh, I think just is, is a critical piece to your work as counselors, my work as an administrator, um, and even the work of teachers, you know, to, to, to partner with parents, I think is, is so important. So um, I want to talk a little bit about Lone Peak students. Um, maybe what are some of the things that really impress you about our students? What are some of the things, you know, through your interaction with them over the years? What stands out, at, you know, maybe some trends, maybe some strengths, maybe you know, whether it's specifically or generally, you know, speak to some of the great things that you are noticing, that you are noticing about uh, Lone Peak students. Let's start with Darcy on this one. This is an easy one, and I love it. We have such strong student body here, but their drive and determination to do things that they set their mind to is impressive to see, whether it's academics or um, planning events, working towards Gold Rush or student council events or dances, um, organizing events. I see them sacrifice so much to give so much. And it's impressive to me how much they're able to pull off being teenagers. And I think, gosh, that's, that'd be a lot of work for an adult to accomplish all the moving pieces, the details involved in organizing and planning something, and they do that. And that's impressive to me to see their ability and then with their academics and their intentional planning um, for their individual lives um, and what they want to do. And so that's fun for me to see that desire and that drive that they have. And the last thing that first that comes to my mind when you ask this is their concern for each other. We've got a lot of students that come in with concern and they see other students and they they say, you know, hey, how can I help this student or hey, maybe you should talk to this student because I'm concerned or I haven't seen this student in a while. And it's so refreshing to see them care and concern about one another and want that support for each other. So I love those those things about our student body. Awesome. Chad, what, what are some of the things that impress you about our kids? A few weeks ago, uh, there was a student in the hallways about 7 o'clock in the morning. She's standing outside of a door, and I just asked her if she needed some help because she had that look on her face. And she's like, yeah, she's like, I'm from another high school, and I left my binder in, in, a, in a class, and I need it today. 
And so I was able to get some help, get in the classroom, and we ended up just walking out of the building together. And uh, I just asked her, says, you know, I says, what is it about that you like about Lone Peak? Like, why do you come here for this class? Because you don't have to, but I know, you know, it's also an opportunity they have. And she said, you guys are the nicest people. She's like, I honestly think if, if a kid from your school came to our school, they would not get treated as well. She's like, but everybody here has been so nice to us. And then just today we had our Freedom Assembly, and I met one of the parents of one of our brand new students, and he said the same thing. He's like, Mr. Pack, he's like, everybody has been so nice to my daughter. The staff, but the kids have been so accepting of her. And, and that I just I see quite often just how people compliment, how accepting our kids are. Um, there's all of our different cliques and everything, and kids just kind of find a way to weave themselves in there. And, and I, th I think that comes from home, that parents teach their kids to accept, uh, you know, other people and to make friends and to do activities together. Thank you. Susan? I had a brand new student that just started here. He actually started the day before Halloween. And on Halloween, he came down to the office before school and just said, uh, can you help me find my classes for today, what my, my B-Day looks like? And so as we were walking down the hall, and yes, it was Halloween, and he was so amazed. He just walked around and just said, you have such school spirit here. He was so excited. But this would never happen at my old school. And he just, he just could not believe the school spirit that everyone was into this and having fun and just having a good time. And we do see that with our students. They do enjoy what we're doing. And we offer, and kind of what Chad was saying, we offer a little bit for everybody. If We have so many clubs. I think we have the most clubs uh, in any of the high schools. And that if there's something that a student is looking for, uh, we have something for to offer that student. And so a great support. We also have the uh, service day that we meet on Thursdays and at lunchtime where they're able to do service. And a lot of students enjoy that day. They enjoy the interaction, but they also enjoy the chance to serve and just be a part of a community. And that's what we feel here at Lone Peak is a community. Thank you. It's uh, interesting you mentioned service day. I actually went in there yesterday for a little bit and it was just such positive energy and just more and more kids coming in the door as I was leaving and just a great, uh, great thing that, that they're a part of. Um, what's something about the counseling department that, uh, that you wish everybody knew? Like, you're like, you know, I don't know if people understand this about the work we do. Like, is there something that you would say, if I could, you know, impress upon students or parents something about our department that they may not know or understand, what, what might that be? What's something you wish everybody knew about <laughs> the work being done by the counselors? Let's start with Susan. I would want people to know that we're available we're available to talk. We're available to do. We want to be there for our students, for our parents, for our faculty. We have a close relationship with our, with our teachers. It's kind of that triangle that we work with our teachers, we work with our parents, we work with counseling, and so we've got that that it's kind of a, that we're able to support one another in that field. And I would want everyone to know that we want to be available for your child. I love that availability. Thank you, Darcy. What would you want everybody to know? Yeah, well, I think of two things. I chuckle first because kids say, um, what do you do when it's not class change season? Like, you know, are you just sitting in your office waiting <laughs> for me? I'm like, oh, no. I mean, yes, I'm waiting to see you. I want to see you. But no, I'm not sitting there with nothing to do. Um, and and uh, so I would like people to know we do do more than class changes. That does happen twice a year, you know, um, for 
necessary reasons, um, but there's so much more that the counseling department does. Um, and that's interesting to know that when a counselor gets their master's as required by the state um, in school counseling or in psychology, either way, um, then that that counselor isn't trained on class changes. It's, it's not part of it. It's not part of our training. It is not, we don't learn skyward. We don't learn um, how classes work, but we learn how to help them plan for their careers. The career planning is part of our training. And so, of course, the classes they have tie into um, their post-secondary education, what they might be doing after they leave Lone Peak. Um, so I think it's, and we like the opportunity to do class changes, just that that gives us to interact with students and meet with them so that maybe they are comfortable with us to come down later and meet about something else. Um, but I think that's the other thing that I would like people to know about counselors is we are here for them. That's why um, Utah as a state employs um, high school counselors is for the students to be here to be a resource for them. So many times these teens are struggling um, with, especially nowadays, with mental health issues. And um, we have social workers and counselors in schools who are specifically trained to help teenagers learn how to articulate their thoughts or to reframe their thinking, you know, or to um, understand their emotions and how to um, articulate those and how to process what's happening in their life and, and to navigate the difficult challenges that they're facing. And so I would just love for them to know that we hope to be that resource to help them navigate and as they work with their parents to navigate that successful outcome. Awesome. Thank you. Chad? Well, Darcy half stole my answer. Oh, so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I was thinking, you know, it was like, you can walk down a hallway and ask anybody, how are you doing? And everybody will say good. Um, but a lot of kids that walk in our door, um, when they're not doing good, when you say, how are you doing? They're just, they're, they'll tell you they're not good. Um, and that's one of the things that we do is we're just there for kids when they're not good to be able to come in and talk. They don't have to schedule with us. They don't have to, they don't have to anything. They can just come in and talk. And some kids just need to come in and vent. They just need to get something off their chest and they're good to go. Other kids, they need, you know, like some help of building skills like Darcy was talking about. Um, but that's been one of my favorite things as a counselor is helping those kids work through that. And uh, I, I think there's a lot of kids who are either too nervous to come in or they just simply don't know. That's one of the things we can help with because they think it is just class changes. Yeah. Or awesome. they come in and just tell us something great yeah, that happened. Sure. And we love that. I mean, they'll grab a piece of candy, too. They know we've got treats and we love to share that. But I love it when they come share. Do you want to see my pictures from Sadie's from homecoming? Yeah. And I'm like, yes, yes, I do, because that relationship is so important to me that they would trust me enough to include me in that. So it's so fun to hear all their joys and successes and their sorrows and help them yeah. work, work that out. Well, and I, I'm sure that, uh, you know, your job similar to mine kind of yo-yos sometimes from really awesome things that you're like, this was such a wonderful conversation and somebody shared something that, you know, was we're celebrating and then two or three minutes later, you know, it's hard and something's happened and there, there's something that, you know, that somebody's dealing with that may be tragic or, or just heartbreaking and, it's that just flexibility that you guys show every day to uh, be a resource in the highs and the lows. And uh, the work of a counselor is certainly uh, valuable and so important here. Um, we're going to kind of finish here on this last last thought. Um, 
when you speak with others outside of Lone Peak, so if you're out in your community, your neighborhood, you're at the grocery store and somebody finds out or you tell them that you work at Lone Peak as a counselor, what do you brag about or what do you highlight about our school in that moment? What are some of the things you might say? So we'll kind of go in reverse order. We'll go Chad, Darcy, Susan on this one. Um, one of the things I love to brag about is our teachers. Um, we've, I have loved getting to know our teachers and there's, if, if I have a student who's struggling, I, and I talk to a teacher about whether it's grades or whatever, they're like, how can I help the kid? Like they are willing to help out. I've seen teachers stay after hours, probably way past their contract hours because they want to help a kid succeed, whether it's on a test or a homework assignment. Um, it just, it's great to see how driven they are to help the kids in their classrooms. Thank you. I guess it's only fair that you stole my answer. <laughs> I stole yours. That's okay. I got another one. So um, it's it's great. I love to brag about the student body, but I mostly will brag about the community that we're part of. So it includes our student body, but even goes beyond that um, to our community here, including our parents. It's just they're so supportive um, and they want to be informed and engaged and involved and I really feel that here our whole community including our teachers and the, the parents and students it's just been great we've got great administration um, that includes yourself and it's just nice to feel that I feel like we we have this family connectedness in our community and it's been great thank you Susan when you first asked the question the what came to mind was our students our students I feel so lucky to be able to interact with with our students Yes, that comes from our community. That comes from, from all those around that support those students. But they're amazing, just amazing students. So thank you for bringing your, sending your students to a wonderful high school, to a world-class high school. It really is. Uh, the teachers, the community, our administration, uh, we love what we do. Um, thank you. Yeah, that's so awesome. And, uh, you know, this has been a such a treat for me to sit and visit with uh, with these counselors today. Um, I've found that in doing this podcast each week, um, I'm learning so much. I hope that as people find it and start listening to it, um, that's really the intent behind it, is to open a little bit of our school to the outside world a little bit. And the things you've shared today are things that only you could share. I, I, I could speculate about the life of a counselor, but I'm not a counselor. And so being able to hear from you and to hear your insight and, and hear from you firsthand about the great work that you're doing. Uh, I really value that. And hopefully our listener um, is able to, to learn today, you know, through partake, partaking and in, in listening to this podcast. But um, we're going to conclude today. I want to thank uh, each of my guests, Chad Pack, Susan Hoyt, and Darcy Allen for their insight today and for the great work that uh, each of you are doing here at Lone Peak. We're Thanks so blessed. Yeah, we're so blessed to have you on our great. team and um so we're going to sign off and just remind everybody uh to be kind and be courageous and be a knight thank you